0: What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engaging Heaven a Day. I'm James Levesque. want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. Come on. Go back and listen to yesterday's captive thoughts. You really need it. Today, we're going to jump in and call this one positivity. Positivity. You know, there's nothing worse than having that one negative friend. Yeah, you know, you may be tempted to buy into it. You know who I'm talking about. It's always not a good uh, outcome. Like, anything could happen. Any conversation is going to be the worst. Man, you know, I just noticed a pile of ants in the backyard. Well, girl, you know they're they're just destroying homes right now. It'll eat through your foundation. You know that person. Hey man, you know, my boss, there's a lot of uncertainty at work, bro. I don't know what to do. Oh man, I think you're gonna get laid off. That's what's going on right now. Nothing is worse than a Christian that's not positive. See, I've heard people in the past say, well, you just don't wanna fake it. And no, yeah, you do. Absolutely. I wish you would. I wish you would fake it. The Bible is very clear that we call those things that are not as though they are. You know, when I tell my son, Hey, buddy, you're going to clean your room. It's my desire for you to clean your room. All right. Hey, you want to give me resistance? Here's the bottom line, bro. You're going to clean. So I said, you're cleaning your room one of two ways. You're going to choose. You're going to clean your room faking like you're happy, and you're going to pick it up, or you're going to clean your room in tears because I'm going to make you clean your room. But you're cleaning your room. And here's what you need to understand. And no, I've never beat my kids. Stop acting stupid. Here's what you need to understand. Like, you better, you, you're going to have to be positive or you're going to be forced to be positive. So you will not out negative the devil. You will get crushed to the point where you have got to lean on God. And why go through that? Look, you're coming out of the woods surrendering, friends. You're either going to do it willfully or you're going to be drugged out by a gun. Because it's going to be so difficult in your life. You're finally going to surrender. Why wait? Why wait? I will tell you that you have to train your mind to be positive. You've got to train your spirit to think differently, to respond differently. Husbands, you know how many men, I'm so glad I'm not a woman married to some of these dudes. They go to work? You think that they're like, they're tilting the axis of the earth, man. Like, bro, you're a man. Stop being lazy and complaining. These poor women, these guys come home and they're not excited to see their family. All they do is grumble and complain. Yo, no woman wants to be around that. I'm gonna just tell you right now. You'd be way more attractive to your wife if you came home excited, laying down the flesh of the day and just loving your family because that's the most important thing. These dudes are a bunch of bums out here, man. Women, stop complaining because you're doing women things at times. If you know your husband's out and working all day and you have the the ability to be at home, praise God. Don't complain about the housework and the kids. Like, you guys got to think differently. You are not creating an environment in your home that's going to be healthy. It's a toxic environment, and it's your fault. If you don't start learning to be positive about every situation, And what does that mean? The Bible says, whatever's noble, whatever's trustworthy, whatever's of good report, whatever's true, like, think on these things. So I want you in the worst places in your life, when you feel frustrated and your body's worn down or you're emotionally fried, the kids drive you crazy, I want you to stop and give thanks. That's how you live positive. That's how you live positive. I had the crazy ability to be around real COVID-19 people in Connecticut. It was no joke, man. Man, a lot of these people were on ventilators. I was bedside. A lot of people lost family members. And then I've had the ability to come to Florida with a lot of people who've had COVID. And can I tell you something? It ain't what I saw in Connecticut. But to the person in Florida, it's still real. You don't feel good. It's horrible. But I'm going to tell you right now, thank God you're not on a ventilator. And to the person in Connecticut, guess what? Thank God you're still breathing. Do you see what I'm saying? No matter what you're going through, no matter what situation you're in, there's always a reason to give thanks. To the person in Connecticut, yeah, we ward over beds, man. We cursed this thing. We saw people miraculously healed. Thank God. But in the midst of it, we still had to thank the Lord. You had your breath. Come on. We still had to thank the Lord. There's always a reason to find faith and hope and thanksgiving and everything. And the Bible says, uh, be thankful in everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of Christ Jesus. In every situation, positivity matters, man. I want an eternal optimist. I'm not talking about ignoring issues. Hence, I'm calling you out today. I'm talking about I want to be eternally optimistic, man. I want to be, I was in a pastor's meeting last week with some of my, um, in this apostolic team. And, you know, a couple people commended me for being a pretty positive guy, man. They love getting my voicemails and how I'm always high energy and always excited. I really am, dude. Like, this is my life. I'm It ain't no front. Like, I'm actually very excited. I'm always passionate. I'm always happy, man. I'm just passionate about life. And, of course, I'm going to tell you like it is. I'm not an, I'm not ignorant to the devil or what what destruction looks like. I just choose not to buy into it. When I see people, man, they're just they're full of the flesh. It doesn't take faith to call out difficulty. And here's the key I want to tell you today. Difficulty, trauma, um, you know, uncertainty, like tax. It's a lot of fear. Fear, anxiety, same thing. No one's exempt from those temptations. Do you understand? Like, nobody's exempt from bad attitudes coming in, you know, reason to be cranky and upset. Like, nobody is exempt to that. But we all will see the different fruit or non-fruit in our life based on how we respond to those things. So the fact that you may, neg- may want to pull negative, that's not a knock on you. That's just a temptation that you've given into over and over and over again, right? You've got to train your mind and go. Look, I'm not going to live negative. I'm not going to think this way. I'm going to make a decision today to think positive. I'm going to make a decision today. And I used to have to write. Um, I used to have to write down all these things on notepads that that I'm going to focus on. And you know, I remember one person that was really struggling came to me and said, "Look, here's." And they had a board drawn um, with joy, like the middle was joy, and there were all the things around their life that brought them joy. Because they were, they tend to live pretty negative. They tend to be a little discouraged and depressed and pulled down. And they said, you know what? I want to, and it started with joy from the Lord. And and there's so many things in life that bring us joy. There's so many things in life that are that are beautiful, right? And you want to be that person. Um, you can't live constantly frustrated. Because, you know, the reality is none of us are. You're not a puppet in a game called life. You're a prophet, right? You're not just somebody that's sitting through life hoping to make it out. No, man, you, you are on the offense here. You know, if you don't like where you are in life, change it. Believe God. Make a difference. If you don't think you're being effective, choose things in your life to be effective. Like, like you can make major differences in this earth in any circumstance. Um... I was reading this story of Victor, I think it's Frankel, the last name. He was a a young person at the concentration camps in Auschwitz. And he he wrote a whole book, like The Power of the Human Mind, or I don't know, I'm jacking it up. But you know what Victor did is he, learned, he was in a moment where all he was doing is working in a concentration camp, and there seemed like there was no hope there. And he found a way to turn it around and add value. It's one of the most fascinating stories, man. He found a way to add value in that camp and find purpose. And it would go on to change his life in the world. But if somebody in a concentration camp can sit there and go and realize that it's not external, we need to stop blaming Hitler and the external circle. I'm going to take it inside now. How is this changing me on the inside? Man, that's powerful. I've told you before, stuff I work on with my kids, circle of control. What can you control right now? The only thing we can control is our response and our devotion to God and our love and our standing on the word. That's it. You can't control all the crazy and uncertainty and we don't know what's going to happen to your kids in the fall and nobody knows what's going to happen after the election and who knows what other wave of what's down. Who cares? All I care about is that the anchor of my soul will never change. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's it for today. We love you. We're going to touch on this more. I know we've had some bangers here the last couple days on the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Praying for each and every one of you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God.